Are we really doing this? We're doing it. Ah! Welcome to the Mom Tales and Cocktails podcast. I'm Shelby Lovitz, the fitness and nutrition coach for moms and soon-to-be moms, mom of three, and twin mom. My passion is helping women learn to strengthen their bodies and mind for pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. And I'm Erin Patel, mom of two toddler boys. I work in aerospace and defense doing digital transformation and supply chain strategy, so data is in my DNA. I'm always looking for research-backed solutions to better myself as a mom and as an individual, and I love helping other moms do the same. We're here to give you the tough love, the real and raw truths on motherhood and how to do it all without losing yourself along the way. So sit back with your cocktail or mocktail and get ready to transform your mind, body, and life. Hello, beautiful moms. We are so excited to have another Mom Tales and Cocktails guest with us today. And it's going to be a little bit different. So now that it's summertime, you may have the kids home with you more. And yes, that is amazing. But at the same time, it can feel like a lot. And we can start to run out of things to do with them and maybe resort to screen time a lot more than we really would like to. So today here with us, we have Kelly from My Savvy Sister, who is going to be sharing with us three different simple and easy activities to do with our kids this summer. Yay. Welcome, Kelly. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Thanks for coming. All right. So we have to um, talk about our drinks, our mock- or our cocktails tonight before we dive in. So what's everybody drinking? Kelly, you can go first. Okay. So ever since May, Kentucky Derby, like the first week in May, I can't get off of the Derby cocktails. So I'm drinking an Oaks Lily, which is a Derby drink, and I've... I just love it. It's so like refreshing and it's, it's basically vodka, cranberry juice, like a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of simple syrup. And then like, you can put a lemon and some blackberries in it. I didn't make it. My husband made it for me. It's really good though. That sounds amazing. And also amazing to have the cocktail service. Yes. I, we actually, we actually went to the, um, Kentucky Oaks and Derby one year and I was obsessed with those Lily drinks. Those were like my absolute favorite. I tried to do the um mint julep and I I just couldn't do it, but I loved the Lily so much. Yeah, I wasn't brave enough to try the mint julep. I'm like, I think that's just I don't know. I can't do bourbon. So Yeah, I was like, I have to try it. Since I'm here, I have to try it. But I took one sip and was like, "Mm, no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, maybe because they're not super sweet. I don't know. It's like yeah. a girly, good, light drink. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't have a cocktail tonight. I've been like trying to stick to two drinking days per week. And we had 4th of July on Tuesday, which I drank a little more than I would have liked to. And I know I'm going to want to have something this weekend. So I'm like, I'm sticking to this. I'm not having a drink tonight, but now that I'm realizing that Aaron reminded me this is like our last episode before we take a little break for the summer, now I feel kind of upset that I don't have a cocktail, but I am just drinking a seltzer water 
And I am drinking out of a wine glass, though. So that's something. Yeah, for sure. Um, I finally made a cocktail. We've gone 22 episodes without making, for the most part, any cocktails. So I finally did one tonight. And I made a French 77, which is gin, elderflower, lemon juice. But I didn't have any lemon juice, so I did lime juice. Um, and then Prosecco. Oh, is there also some garnish, but I don't have garnish. Is it a 77 or 75? I'm drinking a 77. What's a 75? I think doesn't have gin, maybe. Oh my gosh, I need to make this no. gin tonic as my drink. So I feel like I would love this. I have become such a gin lover lately. It's my new thing, like an extra, extra dirty martini or this French John or what else do we like with gin? Oh, cucumber. So good. I that sounds so good. French 77. I need to remember that one. Yeah, it's good. Highly recommend. Okay, so now that we've shared all of our cocktails, we really wanted to have Kelly on here because I don't know about you, but I love seeing all these like cool crafts and activities on Instagram. And I'm always wanting to try all these different things. Like I always see posts on Instagram, I'll save them. And then I never actually do them because... We don't have the materials on hand or it's just like more complicated. And with the three kids, it's just a lot. Like I can't do the same things with Leo that I can do with the twins. So it just has to be during certain times. So it just never actually happens. And then I also start to feel this like mom guilt. Like I should be doing more of these fun things and these activities with them and I should be more creative or I'll see other moms on Instagram doing all these things with their kids. And then it just makes me feel worse. So we wanted to really like chat about things that could be super simple and easy that don't take much work and thought, but the kids will still love. I feel like one of the things that frustrates me, I don't know if it's selfishly or what, um, but like on top of the mom guilt for not doing the things or not having time for it or not figure like being able to figure out an activity that works for all the kids, I get like frustrated when I do do something and then nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Like I, I went to all this effort to put this together and then you'd rather like slam the screwdriver on the table and then that's how we spend it. And then I'm like mad when that the whole point of it is for them to have fun. It's the truth, but I mean, that's just like the reality. I don't know. And like, even Instagram is just like this big highlight reel too, where like you just see this one cute corner of someone's home, but like behind the fun activity is like a hot mess kitchen or I don't know. It's like, yeah. And then like you said, they don't appreciate it sometimes and you feel like you went through all the trouble for nothing. Yep. So... Like I said, we really wanted to just share things that we can do that are just extremely simple. They don't take much thought and not only keep our kids entertained this summer, but also be able to get in that extra quality time with them, too. And I do like having like separate things for Leo, too, because I feel like we don't get a lot of like one on one time. So it's good to have this time with him as well, but 
also there's not a lot of that time. So we're going to dive into things that can be done with older kids, things that can be done with younger kids and kind of with both of them at the same time. But before we get into all that, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, a little bit more about my savvy sister and what really like got you started? Sure. So I'm Kelly. I have two daughters. My youngest is four and a half and my oldest will be six in August. The girls are 17 months apart and they're really like total opposite. So, I mean, even though they're super close in age, they're both into very different things where like my six year old, she'll sit there and do any activity that I plan, like start to finish just how I imagined it would go. But then my four and a half year old, she's only 17 months younger. She's like more of a mover and she won't sit and do the whole activity. And even, you know, when my oldest was her age, she would. So, I mean, I definitely know what you're saying. Like even with the twins being younger than Leo, just feeling like you want to, you know, kind of be in like two places at once. You want to be like doing the activities with him, but the twins can't do the same. So um, I, I definitely I feel like you just described my world. And I don't like, I don't know if this is like a first child, second child thing, but mine are 16 months apart. And like Ari on well slept on a good day, like, you know, all things aside, he's three, but like, he's much more like focused, like wants to sit down and do the activity. And Zane we're like all scared of him. Like <laughs> just a walking ball of chaos and like nobody's safe. And I, and he's completely unpredictable or like for a brief moment in time, he's like super sweet and loving. And I like, don't understand how he's the same person, but it's like so hard to do anything or the same thing with both of them and have it like go smoothly. Cause Zane just ruins it for himself and then ruins Ari's stuff. And, ah. Uh, I know. But then I, I like just had a conversation with my sister-in-law. Um, she has two little boys, but we were just talking, I guess it was like two weeks ago. And she was just saying like, as long as they feel loved, as long as they're having fun. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Cause I did this whole activity with the girls yesterday and it didn't go at all how I expected it to. Like, it's not even close to what I thought, but I'm like, they had fun. They definitely learned something. They were, you know, having a good time. And I'm like, it wasn't what I thought, but it is what it is. I mean, as long as they're having fun and I'm, you know, I was a teacher for 12 years. So I just feel like a lot of the activities that I do with the kids, I'm always like thinking from a teacher perspective and always trying to like make it a little bit educational without like kind of like shoving that down their throat, you know, like everything doesn't have to be a learning experience. But I mean, just reminding myself, like if they're having fun, it's fine. They're going to learn you know, whether it's at school, whether it's at camp, whether it's at home from their older sibling, like your little guy's probably learning so much from his brother. You know, he's, he's taking it all in, even though he's not maybe doing all the same activities and it might not look the same. I don't know, because my youngest tonight, she surprised me and she was like writing words. I'm like, wait, I didn't even know, like you knew this many letters. I'm like, okay. Like, they just surprise you sometimes where this morning I was like looking at what my oldest was doing. And I'm like, wow, I don't know if like next summer, my little Lily will be doing that. But then she surprised me tonight, you know, with like writing a couple words, um, you know, so I don't know. That's so true. It's all about how you want to look at the situation. You can 
look at it like as disappointment or frustration, or you can look at it for exactly what it is. Like you said, they're having fun, they're safe, they're learning something, they're bonding together. We're able to bond with them. So like there's so many wins that like you might have to look a little bit, look a little bit harder for, um, but putting like those negative feelings at bay is probably a good lesson too. And I still have have that same guilt that you're talking about, Shelby. Like when I look on Instagram and I see these things or there's just so many ideas out there that it can be like so overwhelming. You see on everyone's Instagram story, all these ideas and you're like, I don't have time to do even two of those or one of those. But, you know, I just wonder where everybody stores the stuff. Like I, even you, like you have a lot of really cute stuff, but I'm like, where does she put all this after she's done the craft? Well, my dining room's covered in papers and you can barely walk in my basement. So that's, all right, that makes me feel better. There's that. There's that. There's a lot of closets that you can barely open. Uh, <laughs> working on that, working on the organization one step at a time. But yeah, so this past October, um, my little sister, she's four years younger than me. She was on maternity leave with her third daughter. So her girls are nine months, two and four. And she was on her maternity leave and I had just resigned from teaching. And I was like looking for this like outlet. Like I just wanted like a creative outlet, something to do. I don't know. I really wanted to start a blog or an Instagram page. And I was like thinking about it and I'm like, this would be so much more fun with my sister. So um, we came up with the name, My Savvy Sister. And we just really are having fun, like sharing on Instagram and kind of trying to figure out the blogging world. But we're just sharing like some random crafts and recipes and home organization ideas, kind of like a little bit of everything. And it's just been fun to do together. We're total opposites. Like I love planning. She loves like just winging it every day. And like, I don't know, even just we're just total opposites in every way. So it's just fun to to really do this with her and like bounce ideas off of each other. And, you know, what I think is like cool and a good idea. She doesn't. So it's kind of fun to do together. That's awesome. I'm a big fan of your teacher appreciation gifts. I actually did that like multiple times. Oh, thanks. <laughs> as far as I've gotten in like the creative crafty world, but taking what you've given. Thanks. Um, thanks. Yeah. I love doing that stuff. I mean, teaching was awesome and it was like my dream job for 12 years I loved it um and now I'm just kind of figuring out this next step like a you know just having fun with the Instagram and blogging thing right now but yeah it's been fun awesome you know I love I love seeing all of it and I'm like I need to I need to do more. I like even just like your little like different decor for different the holidays and all of that. I love that. I want to do. I want to do more of that too. <laughs> it is fun. Subscription like, service. Like what did mail I? us. You need. We, you need like a subscription service. Like mail us the stuff so that we have the stuff. It's <laughs> like your Fourth of July stuff, or maybe it was Memorial Day, but it was like so beautiful and like arranged nicely, and I was like doable. But I don't have the stuff. And if I go get the stuff, like then this, like it's the, you know, the chain of events. Of and I just do the same stuff, like usually year after year. I mean, the kids don't. They're like, we just want cinnamon buns. We just first cinnamon rolls with sprinkles. I'm like, okay, got it. But it's fun. Yeah. I mean, I definitely love, like, I just have such a passion for like organizing and party planning. And I love holidays. So it's been fun to share that on Instagram. Nice. We love it. Thanks. So 
uh, now that we know a little bit more about you and my savvy scissors, my savvy sister, let's dive into the three simple activities that you can literally do any day for the things you already have on hand in the house. And like you said, could possibly be learning opportunities. Yeah. So um, over the last like four to five years, I really have like planned some fun activities for the girls. And I've really realized like just recently that they like the simple activities where I'm not stressed, like planning these crazy elaborate activities and they just enjoy the simple things. So um, that's what I'm really trying to do this summer. Just like keep it simple, not feeling like I have to run to the store for a million materials. And I know like when they go to bed at night, I'm putting on my show, I'm having a snack. Like there's no way I'm going down in the kitchen and like planning an entire setup. So um, on Instagram and on our blog, I was just trying to share like simple, simple activities. So one idea, something that you could do um, just with sidewalk chalk alone, like rather than running to the store and getting a workbook or printing out worksheets for your little one, no matter what age is just grab a thing of sidewalk chalk, go outside. And if you have like a little, little one, you could just write some numbers and see if they can read the numbers back to you. Or they, you could ask them to write the numbers. If they're a little bit older, you could advance on to like some addition and subtraction problems on the sidewalk chalk or like on your pavement for like mid-elementary, maybe like second grade, third grade, fourth grade and beyond. You could do some like multiplication and division. And I was thinking about this and I'm like, I know not every kid is going to be like, yeah, let's go outside and do my math facts on the sidewalk. So I was trying to think like, all right, you get out there, you're like having fun with your kid. You're like suggesting that you do some math practice with the sidewalk chalk, but they're not buying in. I was just thinking one thing you could do, you could ask them to quiz you. So you could ask your kids to write the facts for you and then you have to answer them because ultimately they're still learning when they see the answer you know when you're telling them the answer you can even if they write you know five times three and you say it's 15 well they're they're still learning from hearing you so that's what everybody loves playing like teacher yeah exactly things to play as a kid Exactly. So just kind of like play school out there with the sidewalk chalk instead of like, all right, this morning you're doing your workbook page. Here we go. We have to do. I just remember like having to do workbook pages in the kitchen before I went out to play and like dreaded that. So this would just be like a fun way to kind of spice it up for your little one. Um, And then while talking about sidewalk chalk, I actually had this other idea and I didn't come up with it. I saw this somewhere, maybe like Pinterest or something a while back. But to make a hopscotch and then put sight words in there and then like each time they jump on the word, they have to say it. So then you're kind of getting that like sight word practice. Well, I tried this with my girls the other day and I thought this was going to be like a 20 minute thing. I think we were like done in five minutes, but (laughs) they had so much fun. And as I was like writing the words, I mean, five minutes of fun. It wasn't like this long, amazing activity, but um, as I was like writing the words, they were saying them, they were saying the letters. So like they were still learning. And again, they were like having fun because I was playing with them. I wasn't like just sitting there watching them. So, um, yeah, so just like anything with sidewalk chalk, you can definitely make it educational. So yeah. Zane loves sidewalk chalk. It's his favorite thing. He loves eating it. And that's the only thing he likes to do with it. 
So <laughs> we've got the sidewalk chalk part down, but I, it's like becomes this like just endless frustrating battle of like stop eating the chalk, stop eating oh the, my chalk, gosh. Stop the chalk. And like, I'm not kidding, a lot of chalk at the end. <laughs> so what could I do with him? Like, how could I, should I just make like, the chalk, the beanbag toss for all these hot spots or something. Yeah, you like, need, but I don't know. So even if you have like other snacks out there, he's just like, is he trying to be rebellious? Perpetually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess in that case, how old is he? He'll be two in, oh my gosh, 10, no, uh, nine days. Oh my gosh. Oh, he'll be two. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, he would just be, maybe you'd be writing like a number if that I think, you know, or maybe like just the letters, um, or you can make like a little obstacle course with the sidewalk chalk for him to try to do the, you know, like where you make the stars, you have to hop on the stars. When you make the lines, you have to try to walk, you know, one foot in front of the other or. That's a really good idea. I like that. I'm writing that down because I I feel like he's, he loves being like physical <laughs> like just always moving always jumping so if you had like kind of a, a path like, yeah yeah and if he, and he's so young too like even if you did like dotted lines okay on the dotted lines you have to run as fast as you can I mean maybe less educational but you know because he is only just turning two yeah yep. I love that and I love I love how you are incorporating like the educational piece into this. We do talk pretty often, but we usually just do like normal. We're just drawing or writing people's names. But I love like I feel like Leah would love that, like with the numbers. And um, I don't think he's ready for the math yet. But with like jumping to things or like with the words, he would definitely love that. And I also that idea with like doing a little obstacle course I think like the twins could do that too we've like set things set little obstacle courses up in our house before and they like doing that so bringing that outside and doing something different I love that that sounds perfect yeah and like definitely whatever you choose to do like keeping it simple not like a place to like introduce skills like even with the hopscotch with the words like I did the word and and I did a like ones that I knew that they already knew not like and again that didn't go perfectly I mean the hopping and reading at the same time is actually kind of hard so it's like either they were reading the words or hopping correctly you know I feel like that's probably an activity that like maybe an eight-year-old would that's probably more for like an eight-year-old but um but yeah I think just anything and like you said even if they're not ready for the addition and subtraction like just writing the numbers or what even number patterns even what'd you say like even colors like yeah like Ari's getting like fairly good at colors although I think he might be a little bit colorblind um but Zane's like getting there too and I'm like oh my gosh you know like he knows colors so like chalk is always kind of like in between shades I feel like so that might be like a fun challenge yeah that is a good idea and even just like number patterns right like write one then three then five and like see oh do you think you know what comes after one and then you write it you know because most kids you know be you know I guess like what ages three and up they can count so even if they can't write the numbers or read the numbers like just saying them to you could be fun 
I like that. Love it. So another activity that's like pretty simple, the only thing you would need is watercolor paint. And I think that I just picked that up at Target the other day. I think it was like a dollar something. Um, but you would just need some white paper, like white construction paper, a white crayon and watercolor paint. And you could do this with numbers, words, letters, like whatever it is that you're working on. But on the white construction paper, using a white crayon, you could write the numbers, the words, the letters. And then you give the paper to your little one and give them the watercolor paint. And they'll paint over the crayon and then the words or the letters, numbers, whatever it is that you wrote will pop up. So it's kind of like surprise paint. Like you're just like, oh, I made you, or it could be shapes. You could even just do draw hearts and squares and triangles. And then when you give them the watercolor paint and they start painting on the white construction paper, your white crayon will pop up. So it's kind of like, you know, just a little fun, like for them to see, you could say I made you a design. Like I remember I, I drew like a house and a fish and like just random things. And the girls like thought it was so fun. That's really cool. I didn't know that you could do that. I would have never thought of that. Just, and even if you don't have like white construction paper, use a white, um, one of those paper plates, like the white paper plates work as long as they're not like the plastic line, just like the regular cheapy paper plates that works too. I know Kelly sent me like a bunch of different activities and I'm like, let's just pick like three and ones that are going to be like easy to explain. But I like specifically picked this one because I thought it was so cool, too. I didn't know that you could do this, but I think that also, like you said, with the chalk, you could maybe have like them do it, like them draw something for you and like you, you know have to see what it is like they draw a surprise for you I think that'd be cute too that's cute I didn't even think of that like maybe this weekend I'll give them the white crayon and the paper and then they can make me something and I can just like shade over it with the watercolor that's cute I like that idea that's really yeah. cute. and anytime I say that we can paint my girls are like jumping up and down excited because I almost always say no because it's <laughs> such a mess but watercolor paint is pretty easy i mean you just need the cup of water it's not too messy i feel like that's another thing about about some of the things that i see is like i'm like i don't i don't want to deal with this mess i don't want to no that's true i i keep seeing everyone post um on instagram like use a water cup with your sidewalk chalk so we tried that tonight i mean it was so hot out so we didn't last long but all you dip you just dip the sidewalk chalk into a cup of water and it just changes the texture it just makes it like more more of like a paint almost um i mean it wasn't i literally just brought out a solo cup of water but the girls like thought it was so cool they're like are you sure we can do this i'm like yeah i did notice the chalk was like you know, kind of melting a little faster. I'm like, all right, we're going to go through all the sidewalk chalk if we do this every day. But, you know, just they're excited about anything like simple. It doesn't take a lot of effort. And I'm all for that. I forgot what my last. So my last idea, um, this is one that I just think is like super simple. And, um, you know, you can do it inside, you can do it outside. It's just literally grab a bunch of solo cups and have the kids 
build, create, make like stack a makeup pyramid. Um, I actually, I wrote this idea down and then just before um, talking with you guys, my neighbor, she posted a picture, her daughter and her husband built this like huge pyramid. Like it goes above their fireplace. It's like, I don't know. It had to have been like probably like 60 cups. And so they, just made this like huge, huge pyramid with solo cups. And she was like, yeah, my husband was so into it. So then my daughter was so into it. And I've never done one that big. I usually use like 15 cups or like 10 cups, but my kids always just like love trying to like build something cool. Um, and just, you know, and the, that's like a good activity that's even for like really little ones that aren't reading that don't know their numbers or their letters yet. Like just, okay, how many cups can we stack? you know, grab a big thing of them and see how many, and each time, like, try to get more and more on top, and I feel like little, little ones, like, two-year-olds, three-year-olds would love that. This is perfect for Dr. Destructo. (laughs) Yes. Like, all he wants to do is throw everything, knock everything down, beat people up, so I feel like this is in his wheelhouse. So you can tell him, like, you guys have to build it first, don't knock it down until it's all the way built, and then you guys can make it like a bowling game, like grab like a little, I don't know, like a tennis ball or a wiffle ball, maybe a wiffle ball, something, in case he goes wild with it, you're not going to like wiffle ball. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. Make it like a little bowling activity. Yeah, I think that's, that would be perfect too, like building it and then like they would have fun like knocking it down too and also I was like again Kelly was sending me things and I was like this one I love this because like the really little ones can do it too and too like when you're just like we're having like parties and like barbecues and you know trying to entertain the kids and keep them like somewhat calm or like contained like I feel like this is something that could be like super easy to do while you have like a party or something going on definitely yeah and like for any age I feel like older kids would be into it because it's just like fun and exciting but then it's like so simple that little ones can do it too or you guys could like if you have a lot of kids there, like have competition, like who can stack theirs higher if you want to like make it a competitive thing. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah. Same. All right. Well wait, so you've talked you've like mentioned this a couple times that she sent you like a lot of ideas. Are we gonna link those or are we gonna <laughs> low roll them out? Or because <laughs> I'm so curious. Yes. So on our Savvy Sister, my Savvy Sister Instagram page, we just started a blog just a few weeks ago. And um, I'm starting like a little series. It's called Simple Summer Series. And it's just going to be three simple activities that you can do with like not a lot of materials, no prep, you know, something that you can just throw together. So every Thursday, um, every Thursday night, I'm going to share a new blog post with three ideas um, you know, there'll be a blog post with math related activities, reading related activities, activities that aren't educational, kind of just for the next few weeks, sharing just simple summer activities. I mean, things that can be thrown together, that can be adapted for any age. You know, you can 
make it harder for the older kids, easier for the younger kids, because I, I definitely get it. I, even my girls, 17 months apart, like total opposites can't not interested in the same thing. So even when you have kids close in age, you know, you can't expect that they're going to be into the same thing or like, it's not like a one side. It's not like every six year old's able to do the same activity. You know, every kid is different. Every kid learns differently. So um, just really simple activities that can be adapted for any child. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited. Okay, so tell us exactly where we can find you for more crafts, your three, your your mini series, blog series, um, and activities and all the good stuff. Okay, so if you want, you can follow us on Instagram at my savvy sister. We are also on Pinterest at my savvy sis. And then we have a website, www.mysavvysister.com. Love it. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope you guys follow. I hope everyone, you know, and let me know if you guys want me to share any other ideas. And I'm just going to like keep pumping them out on Instagram and on the blog. And, and, you know, there's a spot for comments, people can message, send me a message if they have like any questions, or if you see an activity, but you're like, how could I adapt that for an older or younger child? Like, just send me a message. I'd be like more than help more than happy to help and to come up with some ideas. Love it. Thank you so much for being here with us today. This was so good. And I can't wait to do some of these activities with the little ones. So we'll see you back in the fall for some fall activities. Sure. Sounds great. Okay, cool. Definitely. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Thanks for coming. This was fun. We'll link everything in the notes. Sounds great. And we will see you in TBD. TBD. (laughs) It means so much to us to have you on this journey. And together, we hope we can make mom life a little bit easier for you one episode at a time. As always, never hesitate to DM us on Instagram at Momtails and Cocktails Podcast with your momtails. And don't forget to follow here. And we will see you on the next episode.